0: Self-serving, persuasive talkers Of
1: everything and
0: nothing We, we are, are a Conversation, Conversation Con, Con Artists Con Artist. What's going on? It's your boy Mr. On Point And I am Calamity Red Welcome back to another episode with Conversation Con Artists If you've been here If you haven't been, welcome But why haven't you been here? I guess you didn't know about it
1: But you know now
0: You know now i want to let you know about this website that i frequent it's called conversation con artists it has all of the conversationconartists.com. it has all of the links to whatever articles we're talking about whatever stories we're talking about and on the left side it has a little envelope that you can hover over and you can give us some feedback send us a mail subscribe to our newsletter anything from that website you can find me on twitter at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on underscore point
1: and i can be found at red underscore calamity um and if you send me a message and it takes me a couple of days to respond don't take that shit personal um still getting used to getting on twitter um because I'm old and so I forget that I even have a twitter and that I need to be on there but I'm getting better at sending out tweets and I'm getting better at responding so just bear with me um also wanted to remind you that we are still looking to do the listener letter portion of the show um so if you have a question that you would like for us to answer on air and it will be anonymous I think people I don't know if they like don't want folks to know about they, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> what they
1: got going on it will be anonymous um, you can send it uh, through the mail client on the website which is com, or you can send it directly to gmail which is Artists at gmail.com so let's get into the show how you doing mr on point
0: i am good how you doing red you know yes
1: <laughs> bipolar ass weather i just it was hot and i had turned my air on because i was about to die in my apartment and i woke up one day and it was cold as shit like i just yeah. i can't i'm tired i don't like
0: same it. shit new toilet
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's too much it's yeah. too much but other than that i'm
0: going from cold. short sleeve to long sleeve to you know? oh i'm gonna start with short sleeve because it feel good too. It's the end of the day and my arm's about to fall off because, you know, that wasn't a great decision.
1: You can't tell. Like, the weather is so bipolar. It's so terrible. Just up and down, up and down. But we're going to get started with some unnatural selection. And, you know, I just, I'm so sad because I, at the very beginning, and we like 16 episodes in now, I said that I did not want to talk about the fucking Kardashians. And yet, here we are. You surely did say that. I did. And it came I came out of your it. mouth. Hey, I meant it at the time. <laughs> but every single week these people are doing shit. And I feel like I have to say something. It's like you can't ignore it. There's two stories like this week. Like, what is wrong with this family? They ain't got shit else to do with their life.
0: <sighs> they know how to keep media attention. They God, know how to keep I- us focused on them
1: i don't want to be a part of that
0: you falling in a trap <laughs> damn it
1: let's just get through these really
0: quickly it's like that uh that's uh state farm what is it state farm commercial where the dude had the he had a dollar bill on the end of the fishing pole <laughs> i'm trying uh, to get the dollar oh, <laughs> yeah he tried to be quick like <laughs> they keep getting you you trying to reach you trying to reach for freedom <gasps> i am. from the kardashians and you are you just so close
1: damn it Okay, let's just get through these really quickly. So, Kim Kardashian and Amber
0: West. Ooh, shit. <laughs> You're the Illuminati going to come Ooh, get you. Shit. Leave me out of this, My Illuminati. fault. Leave me out of this.
1: Kim Kardashian West and Amber Rose is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, took a picture together this week. I guess it's symbolic. You know, they squashing their beef, you know. Um,
0: they... Our Bootyfanger sisters.
1: See, you know what? I, I want to let you know that that has now become like a catchphrase for some of the people that listen to this show. Good. And that's your fault. And so <laughs> I, I say blame fault you. like fault, it's a bad thing. It is thing. a bad thing if you're on the receiving end. But they're, okay, so they sisters in Bootyfanger glory okay. and they took a picture together Um. I don't know if this is going to be the end of Kanye West beef with Amber. I don't really know what, why, other than that they're attention whores, why this? they did this. I don't know. Because if they squashed it, there was no need to let us know about the shit. You know what I'm talking about? They could just yeah. stop talking about each other. Um, so that happened. And then Rob Kardashian, who is their brother, that people forget about because he's not in the spotlight. And I could imagine it must be terrible for him to have the sisters that he does um basically jump ship (laughs) this week because he is now dating black china and if you don't know who black china is black china this is so convoluted black china is the mother the baby mama of uh tiger who is now dating Chloe, not Chloe. Kylie, I'm Kylie. They all whatever. Kylie <laughs> Kardashian, and there was like her, all this whole beef between Black China and Kylie when Kylie first started dating Twitter, uh, Twitter.
0: Is it Kylie Jenner or Kylie Kardashian?
1: Well, it's Kylie Jenner, but she's a Kardashian. I mean, her mother is a oh, Kardashian, okay. so therefore she is. She has Jenner because of Bruce or Caitlyn, whatever. Okay. Um, but. There was this beef between Black Chyna and Kylie and now Black Chyna is dating a brother and the Kardashian sisters are not happy about it and Rob could give a fuck because I feel like I, I've said before I feel like Kris is a madam and I feel like she whores out her daughters and I feel like she couldn't whore out Rob and I feel like he kind of became the black sheep of the family. Like they really don't fuck with Rob too tough. Um, Rob has been through a lot. He was like suicidal. He had gained a bunch of weight, and just you could tell he's very unhappy in this family, like very unhappy. And they just don't really seem to give a shit. So I wouldn't. I don't know that I feel like you know. I, I can't say that him and Black China aren't madly in love. I feel like though it's probably more like revenge on both of their boys. Like she want to get back at them, but he do too.
0: Okay, so. Let me let me make sure I get this. It's spr-
1: real convoluted, though. So I know.
0: Tiger. Yes. And Black China at some point in the past yes. had a procreated. Yes. Don't know them enough to know if that's good or bad, but not, they procreated. It's not
1: good.
0: They broke apart at some point. Yes. Tiger at some point got with Kylie. Yes. Jenner Kardashian. And Black China was friends with the family. And Black China was friends with the family before the before Tiger?
1: Before Tiger got with Kylie.
0: Okay, so Black she China friends with the family. Yes. Black China friends with the family. Tiger get her pregnant, have baby.
1: hmm
0: They break At up. some point, they break up. At some point, Tiger get with Kylie. Yes. Who
1: was underage.
0: Who was underage at the
1: time.
0: At the time. Black China, I imagine, wasn't around Do you stay around for something like that? Like if your baby daddy get with one of the sisters of a family that you a friend to, like, what do you do? You cut a fool. You start Twitter beef. You and that's what happened. That's what happened. They had their little. They had
1: their little words. Her and mostly it was her and and Amber Rose got involved in it. And it was her Amber Rose because Amber, Amber Rose, Rose and Black
0: China friends or besties. Oh, okay. or they
1: were. I don't know if they're still friends. But they it's were. sad that
0: that's the assumption I made because I know they both were strippers. Yes. I just assumed that she must have been on Black China side. But
1: you was right. I mean, so.
0: connect the dots.
1: She was right. I, so been, yeah. I
0: used to be great at connected dots when I was a kid. Yes. Um and then Rob gets with Black China at some point. Like this week. That's some shit. Is Tiger still with Yeah? Kylie? It, it, as far as I know. I don't know.
1: So now the Kardashians so they like took a picture together with, you know, and added Rob and was like you never go against the family or some shit. Um then shortly after like it came out that rob is dating black china her monkey ass got arrested because she was intoxicated in an airport and then they found i think ecstasy pills on her i just it it's the young and the ratchet i mean it's it's like an episode of a, a terrible soap opera how
0: old are these people I know Kylie Jenner is her. like just, Kyle turned just turned 18 Kylie Tiger like like 26, 26. 27.
1: Black China I think is around his age
0: um, How old is Rob?
1: That's a good question I think Rob is around that age too like 25, 26 I would
0: think Okay
1: So, yeah
0: I mean i always been a part of that understanding that you know once you're done with the family be done with the family type situation like I don't know who went over boundaries I mean clearly Tiger went over boundaries in terms of the girl being younger Mm -hmm. and then of getting with the girl from being a friend of the family Mm -hmm. you know and then whether Black Chinas did this, it had to be intentional.
1: Oh, no. It's absolutely 100% intentional. I don't think she gives a shit about Rob Kardashian. But the pro- the thing is, I don't feel like Rob thinks that she does. Like, I don't think he's under the impression that she does. I think he wants to stick it to his sister just as much as she does. Like, I don't think he thinks she's madly in love. And I don't think she's, like, necessarily using him because... I mean it's not that fucking hard to be Mutual tried. benefit Yeah like I think they both Want to stick it to them And Mutual so this is their vengeance. way To do it So I mean I don't know It's just another day In the fucking Kardashian
0: Another day In the life of the Kardashians Just another day That's why they TV show Popular I don't
1: even we'll, watch The fucking show That's what kills that was a, me I don't care I try about it I to
0: stay away from them And I can't It's still in my feed <laughs> And everywhere I don't even watch Their little fuck ass show I don't care about it you borderline hate it, <laughs> and here we are. And
1: yet, here we are. <laughs> and before I get a bad taste in my mouth, let's just move on. Um, so R. Kelly, this actually happened a couple weeks ago. Um, he did an interview. Have you heard about this?
0: Um, mm, what interview with GQ? Okay,
1: where he discussed this crush he had on his, about mama. his mama. Yeah,
0: I didn't read it. Okay, well, I he, just didn't think it I, I looked at the title and I was like I don't think this is going to be what I think it is going to be and I don't really care okay. I don't care about R. Kelly man I ain't never well,
1: you're a therapist and you will appreciate this I think <laughs> though so there's he the interview and they're talking about his mom and he's talking about how he had this huge crush on her and that he when he was 9 years old he asked her to marry him and that she used to wear this like cheap pink red lipstick, and they were in a restaurant. I forget which restaurant it was, and she drank out of a cup, and then he took the cup and was going to drink after it out of it as well. But he made a, made it a point to mention that he turned the cup around and wanted to drink from her lipstick stain. Okay. So yeah.
0: Yeah, me. A lot of that is straight Freud. <laughs> a
1: lot of Oedipus complex yeah. going on. Y'all don't know who Oedipus is and why Oedipus complex is a thing. It is a... Was it Shakespeare Pele?
0: Ah, uh, Greek mythology.
1: Is it Greek mythology?
0: I want to say Greek. I want to say Greek mythology. Oedipus. Are you sure? Shit. Oh, Oedipus was a real person?
1: I think it was a play. I think it was a Shakespearean play. I don't think I it think was... I think
0: it was based on... He I
1: don't know Anyhow um, I have a, no idea Let's just say that A character either from Greek mythology Or Shakespearean play Who um, When he was born the, the oracles told his dad Which was a, a king That he was going to kill him And marry his mother The dad was horrified Sent one of the servants With the baby to kill it the Servant couldn't kill the baby So instead Did it leave him in the woods I think
0: i have no idea
1: he gets found by another family they raise him up he comes across the same oracle when he gets older The his the kid's name was oedipus oedipus finds out the same thing that he's gonna kill his mother and uh, kill his dad and marry his mom he's thinking it's the people that raised him not knowing that they're not his biological parents so he runs away to, to keep from having that fate he ends up running into his actual father and murdering him and he also slayed a dragon and some kind of beast and the people of the city were so thankful that they wanted to make him king so that, that meant he had to marry the queen and the queen was his mother so he ended up doing that and they had like two kids together some shit and by the time they found out, um, it was too late, and I think the mom hung herself, and he carved out his eyes because he didn't want to see what he had done. So now, like when young boys have infatuations with their mothers, it's called an Oedipus complex, and that is what R.
0: Kelly has. It's quite creepy. It's both. It's a play and he's a Greek mythology character. Oh, okay. <laughs> so All right. Well, I we mean, both <laughs> I guess that, <laughs> I guess that works out. <laughs> nice. But that's I mean, if, if if any of y'all have ever heard the Oedipus complex. That's where it comes. Freud from. coined the term Oedipus yeah. complex to represent boys that fall in love with their mothers and the Electra complex for girls that fall in love with their fathers. And
1: it's a similar story, Electra. Yeah. It's about the same as the Oedipus story, just yeah. with a girl and her dad instead of a boy and his mom. So, that's first of all Okay, I and maybe you can let me know. I've never been a young boy. Is this a is this something that all young boys cuz I ain't never. I can tell you right now. I ain't never want to marry my dad.
0: Uh well, I mean there is. It's a lot of evidence to children going through this phase. I think it's based on the temperament. I think it's based on the relationship that the mother and father have. I think it's based on variables that make that kid view the kind of love that they one parent give to the other parent, and they want that same kind. I don't think some kids don't understand that the love a mom and a daddy give each other is different than the love a mom and a daddy give to a child. So when children see the mom hugging the dad and kissing I don't know the dad, if your dad was around though. Who's that? Well, I'm just saying generally, yeah, with yeah. the Oedipus complex, I mean it's it's variables to that.
1: Is there an age range for it? Is not? It's usually young, it's usually pretty young. Is it, oh, is it young? Is it older than nine or younger than nine? I, I know it just like, sounds old to. think
0: It does, way. but if you are a child that goes through that at an early age and there's never any intervention, there's never anyone to. Show you or tell you like you got to learn Yeah the different ways To believe things if you believe something And ain't no telling If his dad wasn't there maybe he saw Little pictures of that with Other men in his mama's life and
1: it's just really fucking creepy.
0: <laughs> it is creepy. I mean, <laughs> and number one, why would you say? Why what would you I tell, tell anybody? Anybody that? ever? Yeah, like, why? Don't, why I say that in an interview? Why did he think that was a good idea? <laughs> number one, no, clue. because like it make you reevaluate all his songs. It's so creepy. Like, and, and this is
1: a live energy, so you see, it, this isn't like a written that da- you can see him. Look up the video, watch him tell this story. Like, it's like really? R. Kelly,
0: who was reminding you of your Jeep?
1: Ah don't don't <laughs> fucking no
0: no nope. I'm messing up R. Kelly songs Just, for y'all. We're not Y'all don't. reevaluate R. Uh, Kelly songs.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't do that.
1: Ah uh, okay, anyhow.
0: <laughs> so you went to an early R. Kelly you are you them oh one of them nostalgic R. Kelly oh, fans. No, no,
1: no, no, I'm not necessarily but ew. Still, I don't wanna think that that's the more that song.
0: Listen. Girls. He the one that brought up this. He
1: did. He and the one that
0: opened that can of worms.
1: Here's the thing. When you already are looked at as like this sexual deviant, like you make all this raunchy ass music, you got this whole history with pissing on little girls. The last thing you wanna do is talk to an interviewer about how you wanted to drink after your mom and like put your lips where her lips have it. You see you know it's just that's the last thing. Like, why? Why? Why would you even tell anybody that? Like, even if you felt that way, okay, whatever. You know, have your little Oedipus complex. But why are you telling us about it? Why do we need to know this about you? <laughs> like,
0: but we, you know, we know this stuff about Sigma Freud too, though, because Sigma Freud he had a thing for his mama. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and we know about that, so he told somebody. I mean, clearly, but the point is. R. Kelly he, is more stupid than Sigma R. Kelly Freud.
1: I need to shut the fuck up. That's, that's, please stop talking. Like, you, because I think that his whole thing has been, the album that he has out now, The Buffet, is not, it didn't do well. Um, His
0: music hasn't been doing well. Like, shut up. R. Kelly music ain't really done well since he peed on that girl, he allegedly. Was, <laughs> <laughs> he had to throw that
1: allegedly in there. <laughs> Yeah um, it has not and this last album was the most disappointing of like since and I just this ain't gonna help you sir like talking about crushing on your mama and and shit like who wants to think about that when they listen to you again All of your music almost with the exception of like a handful of songs are about having sex who wants to listen to your music and then think back to you talking about having a crush on your mama like I just
0: why? Why would you do that? His motivation is unknown to me. For that. I
1: just don't I don't understand R. Kelly. And speaking of people that I don't understand, Stacy ass. I'ma mean, use <laughs> what you said earlier. <laughs> Stacy dash dumbass. Okay, let's let me back up before I get to what she said. So if you have not seen this that this is not a a joke because it looks like it's a joke. I think sometimes we're all being pranked. Um, They're getting ready to make, apparently, a biography about Michael Jackson. And they have this white man, Joseph uh, Fiennes, I guess is how you say his name. That's who they want to get to play Michael Jackson, which is a whole other conversation. Like, what the entire fuck? Like, first of all, Michael Jackson, regardless of what his skin may have looked like, was african-american this is the same shit like i didn't want i love like the prince of egypt the moses story it's one of my i have the little cartoon version of the prince of egypt i like that story i think it's cool i did not watch the movie that came out last year because you got all these white people playing these. like seriously you got christian slater like christian slater is moses oh okay like what or not was it Christian, Christian Bale? Christian Bale. Christian yeah. Bale is Moses. Like get the fuck out of here. Like oh, and you got but you have black people playing the slaves in the movie. You got black so you know that that's what's supposed to be there. But for these ma- the major roles you get all of these different Sigourney Weaver. Like what the fuck are you thi- Hollywood is insane.
0: Whitewashing.
1: Terribly. Um. So yes, Joseph Fiennes is gonna play Michael Jackson, or he's supposed to play. Like, I got hope they get that shit cut, but um, he's supposed to play Michael Jackson. And Stacey Dash, with her stupid ass, came out and was like, "I'm so glad that they're doing this because." This is great. We're always talking about how roles shouldn't be based on color and how anybody should be able to play any role. And so I think it's great that this white man's getting this role. Bitch, what? When the fuck does that ever happen in the reverse? I can let you know when, not never. I just wish Stacey Dash I feel like somebody gave her a lobotomy at some point in time. Like, it has to be a reason for her to be as stupid as she I refuse to believe that she didn't have some kind of a traumatic accident. Something had to Brain have Brain damage. Something had to have happened because you just cannot be that stupid You just can't. Something had to have happened to her. You're glad that this white man is playing Michael Jackson Bitch
0: First off, don't nobody Say that but white people. (laughs) Number one. Like, don't act like this is some kind of universal revelation that every culture in America done had because we Americans. White people say we don't need to worry about race. Race don't matter. And consequently, they happen to have all of the high positions. They happen to have all the roles. Like it don't
1: fucking matter to them. Exactly. Exactly. I just Stacey Dash is... And then, like, she she tries to act like she's a victim when people read the shit out of her. Or when people, like, get in her mentions. But it's like, but what you, what you thought was going... Nobody's ever going to agree with you. And you know that your opinion is not the popular one. So you should be prepared to get drugged when you say this foolishness. Yeah. And you... Again, it boggles my mind. You sitting up here saying this to somebody who has only had one... Fucking role, as far as I know, in a a typical kind of white movie, which was Clueless. Everything else you've been doing been because of us, (laughs) bitch. Like I don't. What are you serious right now? Like the reason why you are as popular as you are is because of us. Because they didn't give a fuck about you after Clueless to be honest, and now the only reason they care about you is because you saying all of the shit that they can't say because it's coming from a black mouth, and so it makes it more acceptable than if they were to say it. That's the only reason they fucks with you now.
0: Well, I think she gonna get a wake-up call because... Hey, are black people gonna fuck with her in movies? No, not no more. Exactly. And are <laughs> white people gonna put her in black in white movies? Hell no. Just because? Nope. No, they not. She just gonna get less work, and I guess she just gonna have to get her paychecks from going on Fox News and bullshit. She gonna
1: because that's it. Like, ain't nobody finna high high after this because ain't nobody gonna go watch her in the movies. Like, no, nobody fuck with her now. Like. No.
0: Do you know that they black history months to her to death <laughs> when on the first of the month they they destroyed her on Twitter with that. <laughs> they, Happy Black History Month, Stacey Dash At Stacey Dash, Black History Month. Every time. And,
1: but you told me something that I didn't know about Michael Jackson the first time around when they did, because they did that Jackson of the American Dream yeah. movie that he was upset about them wanting somebody white to play him.
0: Yeah, he went off in an interview. I mean, you know, he went off in Michael Jackson voice, well, so it was kind of terms. a weird sounding situation. Y'all his look it up, way of going off on people, I just did. don't understand how you can, like, how disrespectful... And invalidating do you have to be to see that interview of a man that is no longer with us and not respect his that wishes. he didn't want to be represented by a white person. When you know what I'm saying? He yeah. he claimed proclaimed being a, a proud African American. And how I mean, can Stacy the Dash, inside. he yeah, on this side <laughs> <laughs> his DNA was black. That's yeah. you know That's all that matter.
1: How and Stacey that I don't understand how she can say that it's good like he didn't even want it (laughs) we don't want it he didn't want it i don't understand like i when i saw it at first i thought that it was like a satire story like because it's like seriously like a white man playing michael jackson who we obviously everybody knows was
0: black because it was a uh, it was a satirical one going around about Leonardo DiCaprio playing Martin Luther King at one mm-hmm. point. Yeah, <laughs> that was going around. So when when you see that, you be like, oh, another one of those. But it's serious. It's serious. They real about it. They it happened. You know, at this point, it makes more sense to me that Stacey Dash has been kidnapped and she has been replaced with a robotic clone of herself <laughs> that Fox News created. Oh, Fox. That the Koch be brothers, whoever, somebody with very conservative wealth has created. And to me, right now, in my imagination, that makes more sense to me than Stacey Dash is a real person saying the dumbass shit that she's saying at this point.
1: Yeah, somebody described her as a living brat doll, and I think that's accurate. Just no brains, just just a brat doll.
0: I just don't know what she gains from this. Even if she temporarily gains a boost for her blog or her book or for whatever, <laughs> that temporary boost is going to come with a long-term, you know, stigmatization on anything that she's trying to accomplish. black
1: folks ain't finna fuck with you. And the white people really ain't fucking with you like you think they are. And so, and she's going to get that wake-up call and see that when she don't get no more rope. Because I, I... I, I mean, she ain't a good actress, and I really can't remember anything other than fucking Clueless and that show that was on VH1 that she was in. But even if she, I wouldn't, I'm not going to see shit else. She, I have no fucks, I have nothing to give her. Nothing left. I'm sorry. So I wouldn't support shit that she was a part of. Nothing. I already don't give a shit and, and, and don't watch Fox News, so I don't need to boycott some shit I, I already wasn't Man. watching. But I I wouldn't support anything that she was in Because why would I support you Let them support you You think they love you so much And you think that we're all being unfair And we're all just whining Okay let them support you then Because you're saying that race don't matter And and we're in you know post racial America So okay you don't need us then Because they got you Let's see
0: I mean I ain't gonna turn nothing off If she pop up and she in it (laughs) But I'm gonna talk shit about her. It's like just when I see her, it's just gonna remind me that she ain't shit (laughs) as, as far as her opinions go.
1: And that's what I think celebrities don't get that. Like, again, Twitter, Instagram has like ruined, I feel like, a lot of of how we feel about celebrities. Like it used to be, you didn't know that much about their personal lives. And it used to be, you didn't know that much about their opinions on things because you didn't have as much access to them as we have now. Like it used to be, you had access to them to them through like interviews. You had access to them through like a third party. Now you have direct access to them because they can get on and like post their thoughts anytime they fucking get ready. And then you what you find out is that these are some super flawed ass, crazy ass, annoying ass people that it's like, damn, like she a good actress, but shit. <laughs> like
0: but I, think oh my it's, God. I think it's bittersweet. I think that because as a whole it hasn't done that to every celebrity. Not to every Some celebrity. people are lovable. Some people are smart, intelligent. Some people know when to hold them, when to fold them. Some people got a great PR team. Somebody got people that's great running their Twitter accounts. Yeah. What we finding out is we finding the dummies. <laughs> like social media, social media is, what it's done is it's giving us bullshit in bulk. <laughs> like social media is the Sam's Club of fuckery. It just got everything in a pack. You get a six pack of bullshit from Twitter, Well, you can only get one in, you know, in the regular Walmart. But Sound club you can get, you can buy whole packs of them. Costco, it's like the Costco. Of bullshit. Oh my God. That's what social media is. And I think what we found out is that there are so many more dumb people. Yeah. There are so many more idiots. There are so many more followers. There are so many people that believe that what they got to say is important or relevant. Like the earth is flat. Yeah. But that's what we
1: find out. It's sad.
0: It's just we get all that shit in bulk now. And we ask for it. No. (laughs) I mean, I like it. I like social media. A lot of I people like be getting social- off of social media. I'm never going to... First, let me... Just real a quick
1: sidebar. <laughs> this is something that's sitting by my spirit and, and, and I have to catch myself from starting... Because I don't want to start Twitter or Facebook. beat. If you decide at any point in your social media career that you you don't want to do it anymore do not write no long ass status about how this and that and you getting off just delete your fucking account we don't care we don't because the people who do that they'll go like a day and then another day the next day they like I'm back back from where like you it was like 24 hours like what don't don't do that if you decide that you don't want to be on social media anymore okay just delete your shit don't
0: We don't need to know that you're going to do it. Because I guarantee you, we don't give a fuck. Please stop doing that. It's a lot of steps you can take. (laughs) Like, you can just disappear off of media and don't tell nobody. Don't say nothing. You can um, follow people that's been causing you the problems and just follow who you want to. You can keep your profile active and just not post and not communicate. At the point that you announce that (laughs) I'm about to leave, I'm about to get out of here, I'm about to go, at that point... Is a cry for attention, perhaps? <laughs> it is. I want y'all to know it's not enough for me to just leave, but I want y'all to know I'm leaving <laughs> and be aware that I'm leaving. And the
1: reasons why? Exactly. It's and
0: all of you and and this
1: and it's <laughs> that and the
0: fuck. I now did. I'm gone. Well, we didn't care no way. No, <laughs>
1: basically, because like, your
0: status probably was always full of bullshit, always talking about your personal drama, calling somebody out on the status. We didn't care no way. We don't you can go sometimes i applaud when i see those things like get your ass off thank god i won't have to see no more your fuckery good i'm just glad facebook has optimized the feed where you can unfollow people follow people star people where they stuff come up at the top yeah i like that i got a whole list of people that i don't follow just because anytime one of them
1: tragedies happened, anytime a black person got shot it was about 10 people i had to unfollow because i saw their true fucking color so yeah, it helped me a lot to just be able to just boop. Okay, no more listening but like to you. Boop, no, <laughs> I like true no colors.
0: No, I like true colors. Listening
1: to you because
0: I try to inception inception my ideas into their heads.
1: <laughs> I look
0: at their status and be like, I can break into this current way of thinking, <laughs> and then I craft a nice little stat, a, a little comment. the comment. Historical point. I never looked at it like that, and that's when I got them
1: i don't care see <laughs> i don't care enough to do that i just unfollow people i ain't trying to change your way of thinking and i feel like you always been thinking that way and we've been friends and like so in the back of your mind i feel like you've been thinking this bullshit this whole time and i just i can't deal with it after that so i just unfollow people and then folks be like you didn't know i had a baby, baby? Mm-mm, nope <laughs> i don't need. you didn't see it on facebook no Mm-mm.
0: Didn't congratulations though, baby <laughs> Two years old. I had no idea you had a job. <laughs> I mean, Facebook, it's made people so passive. Like, they don't have to call everybody and tell them I got a baby now. It's like, nope. hey. It was on Facebook.
1: You didn't see it? You can it was, go see the pictures. The pictures up. Yeah. While I was at the hospital. After, right after I gave birth. <laughs> The little wrinkly, them wrinkly pictures of babies Why do people post pictures of them boys? Them boys look angry and wrinkly, like little raisins
0: in the sun. Babies look, they like, look like they look like. <laughs> they look like little salamanders to me. You can see through their skin. You can see <laughs> their veins. They be blue. I mean like, stop! Don't post a picture of your new fresh baby. Let them cook first. Let them get done. The, yeah. Let them finish
1: cooking let them start then. looking like
0: a person instead of a little <laughs> amoeba or something like that. <laughs> You time. <sighs> <laughs> All newborns look the same to me, and
1: I, it's always so funny to me when people are like, "Isn't he cute?" I'm like, the
0: okay. only, the only newborns that I will acceptably like to see pictures of are newborns that look like old ass people already. Like oh, some yeah. newborns be looking like your
1: uncle already. Like they've been here before. Exactly. And they angry about yeah, it. Yeah, eyes are both I to come back furrowed over. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, everybody always tells me, like, you're gonna feel differently when you have a kid. First of all, pause. I don't even know if I'm gonna have kids. <laughs> Secondly, if I do, I doubt I'm gonna feel like I said, if I think my kid looks you know like a raisin in the sun does that mean I love them any less no it just means I realize that they look wrinkly because they've been swimming in amniotic fluid for nine months like I don't think that means I I love them any less because I don't like shove them in your face and be like isn't he adorable like no he looks like a little raisin Exactly. remember the California raisins I remember that's what they look like to me. The babies look
0: like California raisins. Yes, I stand by that. Okay, I stand by. They look like little salamanders or reptiles when they come out because you just see through their skin. They just they ain't not, they babies ain't made of nothing but illo. <laughs> <laughs> you know that <laughs> babies ain't nothing but cartilage, <laughs> cartilage and baby juice. <laughs> baby juice. <laughs> that is all I have for our natural selection. <laughs>
1: For this week, I I'm going listen, y'all. I'm I'm really trying hard to stop talking about the Kardashians. I really am. It hurts my soul. Y'all don't know how much this pains me. It hurts. I'm gonna have to like go have a I drink don't believe after it. this. It pains me. Guilty pleasure? No. Mm-mm. No. No. It hurts. It is what it is.
0: <laughs> On to deliberate nonsense. The first thing I got to talk about is Chris Rock and some comments he made about black actresses. Uh, around the end of the year of 2015, J-Law Jennifer Lawrence was talking about the wage gap. The wage gap for white actresses. Well, white wage gap for women. I don't want to say white, women. but you know, for women. She's white, so she represents her population. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I'm sure she meant all women in that. But you have what Chris Rock pointed out is that you kind of have to understand that even in the context of women there are groups of women that get paid significantly less than white women Mm -hmm. like he was saying that there's black women that want to be where Jennifer Lawrence is Mm -hmm. while she's talking about wage inequality generally for women there is a group that exists in women that you know deserve more than what they get you know Gabrielle Union Neil Long Regina Hall yeah is I mean it, I can name I can name them all if I sit here yeah all, over and over you know so Lathan Zoe Saldaña what is it Zeldana. Zeldana.
1: yeah
0: I can name like all the it, like and when you can name all of this group of women that exist in these shows that's a problem yeah I can't can't start to name all the white actresses can't <laughs> start to name all the white but you can name all the black actors that keep recurring in the same roles yeah and. Just that dialogue for me brings up the idea of intersectionality. You heard that? You heard of intersectionality?
1: Oh, I thought you asked me if I heard a sound. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, intersectionality is the idea that there can be overlapping circumstances that cause different cultural interactions. For example, poor, a poor person a woman, African American—that's intersectionality because mm-hmm. they are part of multiple groups mm-hmm. that have a stigmatization on them. Women have this stigmatization. African American have this stigmatization. Poor people. Poor people have that stigmatization. Yeah. If any of them were to be LGBT, there's a stigmatization. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to look at different cultures and different groups in the lens of just being a part of one group, but there are different types of uh experiences for different people. Mm-hmm. Like a gay black man is going to experience black man problems and gay man problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So and even white gay men, they're going to experience just gay men problems, you know, mm-hmm. but they still going to get the privilege of, you know, the white male mm-hmm. in America. So Chris Rock just basically talked about how he going to be hosting the Oscars
1: yeah Next I, year. I knew he wasn't gonna Yeah Not
0: And he said It can go wrong There's a scenario In which it go wrong He said things go wrong When you're not aware Of the possibility That it may go wrong Yeah uh, And then when it comes To that part With the Oscar So White With him hosting the Oscars Is I just wonder The people who are always Calling for people To do something different they don't have anything to lose but they're asking somebody to give up something because of their beliefs yeah you know and so like people who are calling for him not to host the oscars would you give up your job would you give up the way that you support your family would you give up the way that you provide for the people that you care about would you give that up so easily for something like that yeah if if you know this this crew meeting so white or this morning seminar so white in your job if the award ceremony for whatever you wherever you work all white people got everything and you got nothing would that be enough for you to just leave your job yeah and would you i think that we need to sometimes put ourselves in these people's shoes and wonder what we would do how would we handle that situation you can remove yourself from it but it's also a possibility that him implanted in it could be something that moves it forward that helps it yeah i guess we never know but i just think it's interesting that people don't acknowledge those differences in the different groups especially when it comes to like White women or white men representing a a problem in their communities.
1: That's always been one of the issues with, like, even within like feminism itself, is that there's a difference in white feminists and black feminists, then there's some tension there between the two because white feminists don't get that point that you just made that, yes, you're talking about equality for all, all women, but black women also have to be cognizant of equality for black people as because they're a part of that group as well they're they're a woman but they're also a black woman so they're going to be treated differently than you even within the group of being a woman they're still going to be lower on the totem pole usually than you are and so your experiences while both not great experiences are still different
0: and I think white white people are afforded the luxury of not having to think about them being white no as to where we always have to think about us being black
1: yeah
0: or at times we're reminded of that it's nowhere in america that a brown person can go to get away from white people it's always a place that white people can go to get away from brown people and i'm not saying that anybody needs a place to get away what i'm saying is that sometimes when i'm in sam's club I look around and I'm the only black person that's not working there. Yeah. And sometimes, and that's not all the time because I'm I'm black in America. I'm used yeah. to being places where it's mostly white people and mm-hmm. not a lot of black people. But sometimes I recognize it and then I start to wonder, what do they think when they look at me? Yeah. Big guy, intimidating face, don't smile a lot. <laughs> Very nice dude, you know, if you get to know me, but <laughs> they look at me and I'm just afraid they don't look at me and say, "Well, he must be college educated." He must have a master's degree. He must give back to the community. He must work in the community with youth. He must... They don't th- I'm afraid they don't look at me and think that. But that's something that I, I'm aware of. Yeah. You know? Or it might be paranoia. I don't know that... It, I think it's something
1: that we all... I do the same thing. Like, when I go to these conferences for work or whatever, sometimes I've gone and I have been the only black face in a room of, 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 count, of other counselors, of other therapists. So... I got red afro (laughs) like you know I don't know if they take me seriously or, or think that I'm as professional as they are or know that I'm just as capable as they are I think I don't know that it's paranoia I think we've just kind of been conditioned to notice it because everybody points it out even if you don't point it out it's going to be pointed out to you in some kind of way either and the fact that you're being treated differently like it's going to be brought to your attention that you are and I, I think so over time you just become conditioned to to recognize that sometimes and it's not all the time I don't sometimes I like it's on the, the back end of it and I'm like oh shit I was the only you know so sometimes I don't notice it like the entire time and then other times as soon
0: as I walk into a room I'm like shit yeah <laughs> And okay. it's not, and I, and for me, like it's not all the time. Yeah, it's selective. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just after I've been listening to Tupac. <laughs> and sometimes it's after I watch video of Angela Davis talking or something <laughs> like that. Sometimes it's just those things that just put me in a state where I'm, I'm aware of my blackness today. Mm-hmm. Everything I do is going to have a component of my blackness in it, and those on those days when I go to places and then I end up being the only african-american male that's what I experienced yeah and I was I was one of two african-american males in the the counseling program I graduated from in which I never took a class with the other african-american male that was in the program and so it's just I'm just saying all that to say that it's That awareness don't have to be for white people unless they are in an environment in which there are predominantly or only black people. Yeah. And that don't have to be often for them if Mm -hmm. they don't want it to be. No.
1: Or ever.
0: (laughs) And I'm just saying, I'm not... I don't want to give off the idea that people like Jennifer Lawrence are intentionally shading other cultures. It's just that they don't have to think about that. Yeah. They don't have to think about color because... White is the default in America, mm-hmm. and not thinking about color means that, in her mind, the issue is women versus yeah. men, the misogyny, mm-hmm. not necessarily the other nuances that come with, you know, race in America.
1: Yeah,
0: but it's interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what he do with them Oscars.
1: Yeah, I'm curious. To I see. wonder if he
0: gon'. I just don't think Chris Rock is going to you know, play blind. Oh hell no. Nah. He's gonna stuff. make
1: jokes now. Nah. Yeah. He's <laughs> he gonna, gonna make plenty
0: of jokes. And it's gonna be if the next Oscar, the Oscar that he hosts turn out to be white, it's gonna be awkward. Yeah. If it have black people, it's gonna be I don't know. I guess we just have to see. It's gonna be gonna
1: interesting. See. Very it's interesting.
0: definitely gonna be interesting. The next thing I got is Cam Newton.
1: Cam
0: Cam Newton Made some comments Referencing race Being one of the issues In how people are perceiving him
1: It's really the only reason why people <laughs> Perceive him badly Let's just I mean be honest. there's
0: a bunch of variables that Exist
1: You and this giving people the benefit Of the doubt
0: I'm just saying it's a lot of variables It's a bunch of different things pressed together Like different color play <laughs> <laughs> you done mixed up Play-Dohs before? I have. Yeah, it started off with two distinct colors, and then eventually it turned into one metal mush of a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and so I think for some people it's racism. I think it's for some people it's they hate the Panthers. I think it's for some people they don't like a black quarterback out there. He gonna be the sixth quarterback to start in the Super Bowl. The sixth quarterback to start in the Super Bowl. Mm. It's two teams for every Super Bowl. And it's been, what, 50 something Super Bowls? Yeah. That's 100 opportunities for a black quarterback to start. And, I mean, given that in history, black quarterbacks weren't even thought about. So, that is a modifier, but I think that it's just, it goes into a lot of stuff. But I think it really plays to the idea that America's not aware of their racism. White America is not aware of their racism.
1: I. They cry so many white tears about things. Like, I feel like this is the same thing with, like, um, Serena Williams and and her winning and people making fun of her body and making... Like, it's like, seriously... She's like a man type
0: situation. Yeah.
1: He should be able, and so should she, be able to just be at the top of their games and just be respected for it. Like, I saw something where people had... He had on, like, a beanie or uh, some kind of hand. People were upset. And Tom Brady, they had a side-by-side of him with a similar out. But it wasn't a problem when he wore it. Like...
0: See, this Twitter follower, this this girl on Twitter pointed that out. Mm -hmm. And Shannon Sharp, ex-football player, Mm -hmm. he started posting pictures of other quarterbacks dressed dissimilar to him yeah white quarterbacks dressed similar to him and it wasn't saying hey 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 (laughs) hey but it's a problem with cam but
1: it's a problem with cam and that the only reason that that is is because of who what he is a black athlete that's the only of because there's no other difference between him and them other than the fact that he's black why is that a problem that he, he wore this when all these other people have worn it and it's never been an issue? Or, why is it a problem that he does his little dances? Like, I know that that's against, like, the... But he's not the only one that has done the little... celebrate like, celebrated. I just don't... I don't understand what and,
0: other reasoning. And white America... I know white America has this idea that black people jump to the race card, like, immediately
1: yeah some do and some do that's an absolutely yeah, it's valid just, point with some people Yeah,
0: it's a scale that which people lie on yeah. some people are always gonna go to racism some people are always gonna go to benefit of the doubt not racism and mm-hmm. then there's gonna be a bunch of people in the middle that saying it might be racism it, it might, might be not. this it might be that yeah. that is the group that exists the most so don't use the people who crowd racism as the, the generalization for the entire group but we can't rule out racism in any situation when it comes to comparisons to white and black. We can't rule it out. So to me, if you're a person that automatically says racism or if you're a person that automatically says isn't racism, you're irrational. Yeah. Because you haven't considered that it might be or and you I haven't either. considered that it might not be. Yeah. But what I need white America to understand is that by the process of elimination, when you see Tom Brady in a beanie, you can take out dress. When you see uh, an, uh, Aaron Rodgers or another quarterback celebrating, you can take out the celebration component. When you see the stats, you can take out the stats. They they're similar, mm-hmm. you know, if not better. The last variable that exists is the color. Yeah. In America, when it has come to color, we have a very shady history. We have a very disgruntled problem with race and. People like to say that this is post-racial America and racism is gone, but it's not. No, but the idea behind that is that racism was a light switch, and what I need you to explain to me is at what point in history did that light switch flip off of racism? And what was the the catalyst for the flip? Exactly, what changed it? Because to me, it's a dimmer switch. To me, it's racism is much more dim. Than it has been in the past, as to where it was really bright in the past, mm-hmm. is being turned down slowly through time, through fighting for for equality, through people being educated about the racial issue. It's dimming, but it's not gone. Mm-mm. It's just not as potent as it's been. And so when when we see these issues in which. It's a battle between black and white. Comparisons between black and white. I just think it's very irresponsible to rule out race as a possibility. As irresponsible as I believe it is to just call it racial issue from the jump. Yeah. But evidence in our history will show that it's more likely racially related. At least for some people more than anything. And that's sad. It is. He's a cult. Like... He gives a kid the, the football
1: after the game Like he, and he has his flaws I would never say that he was perfect or but he is a good guy a good young guy playing the game that he enjoys very fucking well and I, I think he should just be allowed to do that like this is not a battle he should have to be fighting it's stupid it's not a battle that Serena Williams should have had to be fighting like she's great deal with it she dominates let it go yeah <laughs> shit
0: like a boss
1: <laughs> She make you never want to play tennis again I'm sorry you, that hurts your feelings But that's just what it is Get better I don't know what to tell you
0: Yeah <laughs> It is what it is Basically The next thing I got is The birth of a nation Nat Turner story A lot of people don't know about Nat Turner but there was a, a film, the Sundance Film Festival, there was a um, a film called The Birth of a Nation about Nat Turner by Nate Parker, and Oprah, she saw it on her birthday. You know, I guess Oprah just get her own movie theater and screening and whatever she want. She, Oprah. Uh, she, Oprah. she can, get, she can get what she want.
1: She got everything. She can
0: have you assassinated if she want to. Basically. She won't get away with it. But. But she nice because all she want is to watch a good Sundance film <laughs> in her theater <laughs> even though she can have you assassinated. And
1: Oprah didn't probably have some people assassinated. I can believe that.
0: Let me mess around and get Oprah money. <laughs> I don't know. I ain't going to have nobody assassinated. I don't got enemies. <laughs> I don't got enemies like that. But if you didn't know, Nat Turner was a slave that caused a revolt he said hey we tired of this (laughs) tired of picking cotton and getting whipped tired of our women getting you know sexed by the master against her will and we tired of all this hey let's revolt let's stop this so he led a whole bunch of slaves to revolting they took over the plantation they was on they kill like in the whole thing. They kill like fifty white people, and about two hundred black people died. And the Birth of a Nation pretty much captures that experience. It's just the story told from empowered slaves. You know, I'm, I don't think we've gotten that many times. We've got no. versions of slaves, and you have some empowering characters, but. I imagine this film is gonna be an entire empowered... The slaves is gonna be wilding out.
1: You know, white people love Black Struggle. Yeah. I mean, they only movies that win awards yeah. are the Black Struggle movie. We talked about this before.
0: But the crazy thing is after this whole Nat Turner thing... I didn't know this. So I looked this up. After the whole Nat Turner debacle, they prohibit... This was about 1891. Like but right I want to say this is around the late 1800s after that they prohibited the education of slaves and free blacks they restricted rights of reassembly they withdrew rights to bear arms they withdrew the capability of, of voting and they required white ministers to be at every black church <sighs> Okay. Pretty much any way that black people at that time could get together and talk about doing stuff that that white people didn't they like they, it. yeah they they stopped that, yeah, and I guess when you look and and I brought this up, one to you know give a little knowledge about Nat Turner and to you know have y'all on the lookout for the birth of a nation, but also to. Look at how that kind of legislation must carry over into the American psyche. This is just right before the 1900s started, you know, and they took away all of these rights that are constitutional to American citizens, mm-hmm. and how hard it's been for African Americans to fight to have all of that stuff. And they took it away on pieces of paper. I guess at that time they never really had it. Yeah. But I guess seeing that they were moving towards emancipation mm-hmm. that when once they get out here we not going to give them. even free blacks couldn't do that stuff. So I don't know, it's just that goes that goes to that psyche of remembering and thinking of my blackness every now and then. It yeah. sometimes it's deeper than just my awareness that I'm black amongst white people sometimes it's man history my black people were in slavery longer than they've been out of slavery black people were in slavery longer than they have been out of slavery up to this point Mm -hmm. you know so I mean it's just not far enough away yeah it's not far enough away to say we shouldn't be thinking about this and that have no effect and in history, they would tell me that George Washington chopping down a cherry tree is important in history, but slavery don't mean nothing no more.
1: Well, that's why states that said so we don't need <laughs> Black History Month. So.
0: The parts of history that we don't like is what's what's not important,
1: and it gets wiped out. The yeah. history books now they gloss over slavery.
0: Yes, yeah, some uh, some of the books in Texas they were trying to take out the slavery component of the Confederate War. Because they want to say that, And it was this They want to say it was A fight between the north and the south Because the government wanted to Take away rights that the states had I mean coincidentally Those rights were to own the people The right to own slaves So, yeah. <laughs> so it, that is true But that component to it is important Knowing what rights were up. trying to be taken away
1: Trying to pretty up something that was Very ugly and it needs to be Shown that it was ugly So that it's not fucking repeated. Like, you don't forget about it. So, I don't know. People are crazy.
0: It's dumb. But the last thing I got is Chet Hayes. Damn it, Chet Hanks. (laughs) I was like, who is Chet Hayes? (laughs) Chet Hanks. Tom Hanks' son. He is an aspiring rapper.
1: First of all, (laughs) let's just pause right there. So, Tom Hanks, the castaway, who's best friends with Wilson,
0: Forrest Gump.
1: Forrest Gump, his son is a rapper.
0: His son is an aspiring rapper, which means terrible. Basically. At at this point, it means terrible rapper. Like, aspiring rappers become famous rappers very fast. Tom Hanks,
1: like, I haven't even heard him and I know he's terrible. (laughs)
0: He had a lot of controversy a while back talking about he was just adamant that he was going to say the N-word and he can say it. He can say nigga all he want to. Yeah.
1: Take that ass whooping and come with it too though. (laughs) But you can say it. Nobody can stop you. He right. He can say it. It just comes with some consequences like anything else.
0: I mean... You can do what you want to do.
1: Absolutely, you
0: can do what you want to do. Every everybody, you can do what you want to do in life. Everything. All day long. But there's there's consequences for some stuff. I mean, there's consequences for everything. There's let's not say consequences, let's say reactions. You know, every constant, every decision that you make is something gonna happen from it. Yeah. So if
1: you get in a group mm -hmm. of people and you think you cool and you just start calling folks niggas. You can do that They're gonna probably Stomp you out But you can do it <laughs> Like The reaction Ain't gonna be worth it I
0: promise you What do you think about it? What do you think about White people Saying nigga?
1: I've never understood Why they want to Like I, I don't get Cause I, I And I say that because I know that other groups have words that they use that they don't want other people to use. And I never sit around like, damn, I wish I could say that. Like, it don't ever bother me. Like, I don't care. Like, I know that the gay community has words that they use that if we use it, if if I, if I as a straight person use it, it's offensive to them. But they call each other that. I at no point ever am I sitting around or if I'm ever around any gay people, I'm never like, man, I wish I could say that word. Like, it just doesn't happen. So, I just don't get why it's so important to them. Like, I don't understand why they feel so slighted for not being able to. Like,
0: I don't I think, it. I think that. White people have just always been able to control the dialogue in America. And
1: do what they want.
0: They've always been able to control the dialogue. And that's the only that's the only word It really is. That we have that we tell white people they shouldn't say. That's the only word, but we have so much trouble with them saying it. But and not only that, but it used to be a derogatory word that can still be used to incite anger and frustration in people. And yeah. that's why when I work with kids, I tell them when someone when someone knows what word angers you, they control you. Yeah. They if they know how to get you mad they control and you're you going to jump up out your desk, the teacher going to send you out of the class. They know how to get you to that point. And I think and that's why I'm kind of on the side of reappropriation where you take a word that is meaning meaningful to somebody else mm-hmm. and you make make it less meaningful for them. Mm -hmm. When you accept it, you take it, you make it yours, Mm -hmm. then they can't use it for that power anymore. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That's how I look at it. But everybody don't look at it the same way.
1: Yeah,
0: I look at it like I think that we kind of try to appropriate the word, but that's just nothing you can dictate on an entire cultural level. Yeah, And I think that the people who feel like that's how you take power away from the word I think they are acceptable of it and I think some people don't believe that you can ever take the power away from the word except for not saying it yeah the only problem is you can't control what people say and people continuously say it
1: yeah they do and it it starts things all the time
0: in my Um, perspective the responsibility is on us if I hang around if I I have a a white friend around me and I continue to say nigga around him Mm -hmm. then I can't be surprised when he say it yeah you know, I think a part of the responsibility is on me. Uh, I'm not gonna stop him from getting no ass whooping <laughs> if he said <saying> around <laughs> the wrong people. But I've had somebody say it around me before, and I kind of told them, I asked them why they say it. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's to feel closer to us, to us, you don't have to because you know we clearly don't care. Yeah, but. You don't get any closer to us by saying it. No. I think it's like, it's it's something that she's just, she had to do. She had to, it was an internal thing. I don't think it was really to get our approval. I don't think it was to be close. I think it was something that she felt she needed to do for some reason. I don't understand. It's always so weak because it's like,
1: it's like that when the record skips, you know? Yeah. When they say it, it's like when the record skips. And there's like a pause. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I get. I've never understood why there's this need for them, other than like I just see it as an extension of white privilege. Like I should be able to use. I should be able to say what I want. Like you can't tell me, you know. Because um, I, I just, again, there are words that I know that other groups use that I'm not allowed to use without it being offensive to them. And I just don't say this shit. And I, it doesn't bother me that I can't say it. It never bothers me that they say it and, and if I say it, it's a, I don't care. That's a word of affection among them. It's not if, it, if I use it and I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. So I've just never understood their need to want to use that word or why it bothers them. You guys say it all the time. Okay. All right. Y'all call each other redneck sometimes, but if I say the shit, it's not going to be as...
0: It ain't even... I mean, saying redneck ain't even as bad. Well, yeah. I don't sick. know that
1: they... They don't really have that word.
0: Redneck I mean, is a movement. Like, Jeff Foxworthy... Oh, shit, yeah. You might be redneck if... I we don't, don't know that they have a word. Ain't no know you might be a nigga if...
1: Gays, ha- I don't. Know, I know gays have a word, but like, I, I just don't know that white people have a word that they use fondly between themselves that they get upset if someone. The whole else English
0: it. language. Oh. I mean, you know, every comrade, any word that was created <laughs> by the English <laughs> that we use, or with Latin and Greek roots. Yeah. That they decided to make a part of American dialogue Call it that Because that's the default They the default
1: Yeah,
0: All of our stuff is that We brought in our own twang
1: Again Because of that Because it's all these other words that you can say I just don't get why it's such a big deal That this one word is one that you need not say Or that you can say Just people probably not going to be happy about it Gonna look at you funny, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you may not get your ass whooped, but people might stop fucking with you. It just depends on, I guess, your audience yeah. when you say it. Be careful about where you say it at if you're white. I'm just saying,
0: definitely be careful.
1: There are people who will stomp you out,
0: yeah. And some people don't care,
1: some people don't care. Some people, you'll be I, I, usually you can tell. Who you shouldn't take you the out.
0: chance, yeah. Shouldn't take the chance. Don't get stomped. Clearly, out. if you're saying it maliciously. Like, if you, if you like, an angry white person calling <laughs> a black person that, then you probably ready to shoot him anyway, so... Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean, like, my, every white person is ready to shoot dad, a black person, I mean.
1: My dad is completely and 100% against interracial dating, which, if I ever bring home a white boy, it's gonna kill him. But um, he feels like, all white people say it, he feels like and and he doesn't get why anybody black will want to date a white person because his thing is as soon as they get mad that your nigga gonna come out that's if they gonna call you that's what you are to them out like he feels like they all
0: say it well you know it's a group of white people that the word nigga is offensive to mm-hmm. it i mean for black people it's a part of a disgruntled history for white people it's a part of an embarrassing history yeah some white people don't like that they don't like that word because it brings bad memories it brings yeah. bad memory for both cultures it makes you remember a time when people were ignorant and would look at you based on your color and would overtly say something about it and now we still have that today but oh, yeah. it's covert yeah. instead of overt but yeah but it's some white people that don't like it it's a group of white people that yeah. exist that they won't say that they get yeah. mad when they hear it and they, they get mad
1: it. when other people say yeah. it yeah.
0: Like, they exist everything exists on a scale most, half of these episodes, I done presented a scale in which everything is yeah, on. A scale. everything is on a scale <laughs> from white people that you know want to say nigga say nigga and are mad because they we say they can't, but they gonna do it anyway. <laughs> down to people who are downright disgusted, yeah, when they hear it mm-hmm. because it's rooted in a lot of negativity.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: But that is all that I have. For Cool My little situation Alright You got anything else on your mind?
1: Well Two things mm-hmm. One Have you seen that Viral picture that's going around Of the mom and her daughters?
0: I saw the picture
1: Black don't crack man
0: Black that don't crack That melanin man Melanin
1: That melanin <laughs> I, I hope to be Well actually Cause the mom Oh she's 35 Did I tell you that? Mm-mm. They did an interview with the mom And the daughters To find out who was the mom And the mother's 35 years old the daughters
0: are 16. It's a picture of a mom with twin daughters. They all look alike.
1: They all look alike.
0: They triplets. all look the same. And they look the same age. age. Which yeah. the, the young girls don't look old. The no, mama just the look mom clearly just like, just like she's look 16 extremely years
1: old. just just young. Like she ain't got no like just young. Yeah. Like I, that's I love being black.
0: That melanin.
1: That melanin protect man.
0: Protect you from the sun.
1: Yeah. Um, the other thing is we're coming up on twenty episodes.
0: Yeah, like that. It's coming.
1: What the fuck? Like twenty weeks? What?
0: That's yeah.
1: I don't understand. We should do something for like episode twenty. Episode twenty should be like I don't know. Y'all let us know. What should we do for episode twenty?
0: Let's see if we can get some ideas.
1: Yeah, cause something. I feel like we should do something for for episode twenty. Like I feel like that's like a milestone episode. It is. So. Y'all let us know. What do y'all want us to do for episode 20? What would y'all like to hear? I was going to say see,
0: but y'all can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> if you got some feedback, let us get it. Let's
1: go. But that's it. I have to yeah. that's
0: it. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.